Hello and welcome to Windsor Watch with me, Sarah Southern, and today, Elliot Granger. Hello. Sadly, no James today. Uh, he has commitments elsewhere that don't include us, which is a bit of a shame. But Elliot and I thought we should come together with the Queen's Jubilee so nearby that we thought we can't miss the opportunity. I mean, I feel like we've needed an excuse to have a chat about the Royals. We haven't done it in a while, and this is a bloody good excuse. Look, the Queen is nearly the longest-serving uh, No, she monarch. is now, because that happened back in February, technically. No, I was going to say of all time, of anywhere. Oh, no, we're not quite there. She's currently in third place. Oh, so close. In about 26 days, <gasps> she'll be second, and then in two years' time, she will outdo that... That Louis from France. <laughs> oh, always beating the French. So it's a reason to hang on, isn't it? Absolutely. But no, we are excited. We are days away. You told me you were like 10 days the other day and I was like, panic, <laughs> panic. <laughs> days away from the, um, the Jubilee celebrations and it's pretty fever pitch at Windsor Watch in excitement for that. And we have been blessed today with some beautiful pictures. Amazing pictures. Of Her Majesty the Queen, as today she opened the Elizabeth line, which used to be called Crossrail. <laughs> which is not as good a title, it has to be said. <laughs> and is now called the Elizabeth line, so she got herself down to Paddington Station uh, to open the Elizabeth line. Uh, so obviously that did mean that she did a little bit of skiving from work last week, though. Well, she turned up for the horses. She did, but she did miss the state opening of Parliament. How but do you, you feel about that? If you're going to miss something. I mean, <laughs> the things in her diary. <laughs> That's why you have now. deputies. Send, yeah. send, send, the, send the air. Must I read out this diatribe? I've done a lot of tripe these. from this They're government. They're all the same. But yeah, she did sky the, uh, a day from the office last week, but she did at the weekend make it to the Windsor Horseshoe. I think you can excuse a lady of her vintage from slacking off from the day job to enjoy the best bits. I think this is perfectly acceptable. Look, let's be realistic. Everyone's been working from home um, for so long. <laughs> well, yes, true. And that was the big piece today of course that she's come this is the first event for a while she's done outside of Windsor yeah central London exotic very exotic <laughs> very exotic I didn't I'd have to admit I didn't watch all of the horse show on Saturday Sunday I watched a, bits it was a lot of horses it's a it lot a lot of horses I'm not really a big fan of horses I grew up on a farm I didn't have a horse. Occasionally I had a riding lesson. I never enjoyed it. I'm a little bit less even about that. I just can't do ITV with the adverts. <laughs> I right. feel like you're doing a pageant and you have like, now we take a commercial break. I'm like, oh, that's royal. But I did like how happy the Queen looked at all of the horses. Well, we, it's, no, it's long known that's her favourite thing. And the Jubilee weekend has the Epsom Derby wedged in. And, you know, the horses are there. But one bit I did enjoy and did warm my heart no end and maybe did bring a tear to my eye is when uh, Lady Louise was carriage driving Prince Philip's carriage. Yes. That brought immense joy to my soul. But also very much cements how the Wessexes are sort of playing a key role now. Uh, Let's just think gone. about the Wessexes for a moment, because uh, today, the, the lovely trip that Her Majesty the Queen took to Paddington Station, she was, of course, accompanied by her younger son. The Earl of Wessex. 
the Wessex's who enjoyed the train ride apparently he was he got a bit of oh because he was in the driving yes. cabin yes. yes exciting but also the Wessexes uh, had a lovely adventure to the Channel Islands they were in Guernsey for Liberation Day they did a nice week. safe island for them to visit very safe island for them to visit uh, but there was some lovely swing dancing by Sophie Wessex with someone that was a that that to me I think I even said at the time to you guys it's just like one of those things where you just see her relaxed and just enjoying the party and like oh that's why people love the Wessexes she remains one of my favourite royals but I think also juxtapose that uh, trip to Guernsey versus the slightly ill-fated trips to the Caribbean by other podcast favourites uh, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge Anne and Dee the Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall they have not had Great trips. I mean, whoever, I'm sorry to say if you're listening to, to this uh, Kensington Palace, but whoever planned your trip to the Caribbean for the Cambridges really needs a stone talking well, to. It, it was all, too traditional. It all gets very political as though, doesn't it, as well? Because obviously when it's very different when you go to a, uh, a crown country as opposed to a foreign country because there is this more sort of joined up approach between the government but I, but I and think this obsession and, and I can understand why they're doing this but this obsession of trying to recreate visits the Queen did in the 50s in 2022 is misplaced well then again if I was a p- politician trying to say we don't need the rules anymore that's exactly what I'd suggest well there is that yeah but look I have no doubt that a lot of the nations in the Caribbean who currently have the Queen as head of state will not have a monarch as head of state in what we hope to be the very, very distant future, far, far away. Um, And I can't blame them, I think. Absolutely, you should choose what kind of... Times move on, times change. Absolutely, have no issue with that at all. But that's when it then gets difficult when they do these visits and it's that that clash is very evident then of people who are trying to then balance between being international celebrity but also technically in line to be head of... It all gets very complicated. It does, it it becomes a little bit more complex. Prone to a bad photo, which they all fell into that trap. I mean, there were some terrible photos from that trip. There were. Really bad, really bad. But anyway, we'll gloss over that. Because there was a great photo today... Wonderful. Sunshine yellow. Oh, I think that's the same outfit she wore to the state opening of Parliament in 2016. Well, all for her for or recycling. 2017. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so we've seen uh, the Queen uh, get on a train no, well, she, no, she was there for a really short period of time. Yeah, it so was really quite an interesting... Well, it's also finally open. Oh, yeah, thank goodness. Only two years delayed. People from London will understand that. Yeah, and then we've seen the Queen uh, see her horses, but the big thing that everyone is getting excited about is the Jubilee weekend. So here in the UK, we are being given an extra day off. So normally we would have a bank holiday the final Monday of May. That's been gotten rid of. Instead, we're having the first Thursday and Friday off of June. Four days. Four day holiday. Often quite hard to explain that to people abroad when you're <laughs> talking about work diaries. But, you know, they're also quite pleased yeah, for us. No British person is doing any work <laughs> on the 3rd and 4th of June. It is going to be celebration time. So uh, just a quick run through of official events for the Jubilee. 
Uh, on the Thursday, we have Trooping of the Colour. Tradition. Start with tradition. Absolutely. Mega tradition. Normally a little bit later in June. That's where the Queen, in essence, sees all the colours of the troops, uh, d- depending on which regiment is on display. Irish Guards. And Irish Guards this time. I mean, the thing about this as well is there's so much information we've got in advance for all these things these days. It's brilliant. That is very true. But Trooping of the Colour is a huge tradition um, in the UK. It's on the TV on a Saturday morning, every year in June. That's where you'll see all of the royal family attend. They will then stand on the balcony. Well, no, because that's now where we've got the question of who will be on the balcony. Well, this I find very interesting because traditionally the entire family go onto the balcony. Mm. Everybody, regardless of whether they're a working royal or whether they're a second cousin, everyone is on there. Now, when they're talking about who isn't, isn't going to be on the balcony this year, they obviously have a concern around Prince Andrew. So therefore they've said it can only be working royals, which then cuts Prince Harry out, as apparently he is coming over with the kids. Which I'm pleased to hear. Yeah. Is that literally all you can say? I'm You're pleased to hear. That's all I can say. <laughs> You're pleased I mean, to put I'm the trying, information. <laughs> I'm trying. It's like, great, he can come support the family he abandoned and left behind. That's lovely. Yeah bless him so it will be interesting to see what happens because you know i don't want for example the tindles to miss out on an exciting opportunity but i also don't think they would care well, they'll be they... there they'll be there for the lunch yeah so there'll be a lunch but not all of them might be don't on, have to on stand the there and wave and look mildly awkward as people stare at you oh, i think it might be quite fun for the kids though to see all those people that'd be exciting yeah, well they'll still get to see that there's True. enough windows yeah, Buckingham Palace, not short of windows. <laughs> um, and also epic fly pass we're expecting Oh as my well. God, I'm so excited about the fly pass. <laughs> Something the British do so well, fly pass. I think a lot of people over. do fly pass well, yeah. it's quite impressive. Yeah. I liked it a few years ago when it must have been, I don't know, the 60th anniversary of the RAF or something like that, and they had planes fly over like in the formation of the number. Oh Yeah. That they'll do something impressive. like that again, I'm I sure. I quite like it when things like that, and you're thinking, how do they know how to get into the right bit? It's so just, clever. I mean, getting in a plane enough is scary, let alone yeah. flying <laughs> really close to another plane at very fast speeds. No, that is, um, yeah, Yeah, so we have that. And then also on Thursday evening, we have the lighting of the Jubilee beacons. Now, I'm trying to, in my head, comprehend what this looks like. Because in my, in my mind, I like one of those sort of like Game of Thrones moments where you can see the beacons on the hills well, across the country. if we lived in a country that wasn't as north as it is, that is what it would be like. Oh, it'll be daylight. But I grew up on the Roman Wall, which has since been rebranded Hadrian's Wall. And a few years ago, they did a celebration where they lit beacons all the way across Hadrian's Wall, which goes from Carlisle to Newcastle. And they did it at about know, 7 o'clock in the evening in the summer, which basically would be the same as doing it at noon because it is so light in the northeast at that time. So therefore, the impact was quite It's low. kind of like a midwinter thing lighting yeah. a beacon. Yeah, so I'd have to admit, I am not pro this beacon lighting nonsense. But it's a big tradition. Obviously, back to Victoria's... Well, I'm sure it is a tradition. But maybe we should have done it in February when it was dark. Oh, uh, maybe we should have done. Whereas I think doing it in June is stupid. <laughs> but they're also going to do Near it the cha- solstice. They're also going to do Channel Islands, Isle of Man. How am I supposed to see a beacon from the Channel Islands? I don't know. I don't think we'll see many it's in all, London. It's all symbolic. It's, and it's a good, a good part of tradition. But it does seem 9pm does feel quite early in June. Yeah. For lighting things. It might work on the south coast, but it's certainly not going to work in Aberdeen. Maybe it'll be a television spectacular. Who knows? Perhaps they'll just darken the screen. But it does give things for communities to gather oh, in. And that's absolutely. what a lot of this it's seems exciting. to be about this year. 
it's exciting. Then on Friday, we have a church service, which <laughs> is being held at St. Paul's. It's technically a national service of Thanksgiving. Okay, that's a it. Church Pro- service, proper service. Now, that day, you and I are going to a different church service. Oh, we and, are, and yeah. And hosting a barbecue. Now, at that barbecue, which is in honour of Her Majesty the Queen, will we be having the pudding? How have we not... Have we got this far through the programme and not talked about the pudding? The answer is probably no. So, Fortnum and Mason's launched a competition for amateur bakers to design a jubilee pudding for Her Majesty the Queen. And last Thursday, it was announced who won. And I went through the fine lists and I thought I wouldn't eat any of those puddings. But you don't like cream. Which does I know. Make, it makes a celebratory cake quite challenging for you generally because <laughs> you don't true. eat the main ingredient Very of true. pudding. So the, the winner is a trifle. Which, okay, so... I, at first, I was like, oh, my day's a trifle. And also, then you start reading it, and it's like, and the first thing is, make, make a Swiss roll. I'm like, oh, it's already complicated. I don't, can you know. just buy a Swiss roll from Tesco's? Well, possibly, if you get a lemon Swiss roll. Can you get lemon Swiss rolls from Tesco? Oh, it's lemon? Yeah. Food. No, and actually, when you start to read through it, it's all lovely. Can I just check? Is a Swiss roll the thing that's got ice cream in the middle? No. That's an Arctic roll. That's role. an Arctic roll. <laughs> okay. So basically, you won't be making this at all, <laughs> no. is, is where we get to. No, it's, it's got, well, this has got homemade lemon curd. Obviously, you don't have to homemade the lemon curd. Fortnum's are probably You can hoping. make lemon curd dead easy in the microwave. It takes but, five minutes. But people are, Fortnum's are probably expecting you to go and buy their okay. lemon curd, because that would just be lovely. And then, you can definitely tell, it's one of these recipes where this this um, lady whose name temporarily escapes me, She's on the Good Food, um, BBC Good Food. Yeah. Go look it up. Um, but it's clearly been pimped slightly by the patisserie chef at Fortnum's. Yeah, but that makes sense because it has to be so everyone can make it. I mean, I don't think everyone can make I mean, it's a trifle, so theoretically, but it's quite a time-consuming trifle. Has it got jelly in it? Yes. Right. Do you know what I'm going to do in celebration of Make a lemon jelly. No, just have some jelly. Well, have a lemon jelly. And then it needs to be, why does it need to be lemon? Because the whole theme of the pudding is lemon and orange. Why? Because, well, it's based on... The, well... This is the idea. So it's based on her grandma loves truffle. Truffle. Trifle. <laughs> her grandma loves truffle. loves truffle. Just grate her, some truffle onto the trifle. Her, her grandma you. loves truffle. So she was going to make a trifle and she was looking into it and the, uh, the queen had lemon posset at her wedding okay. breakfast. Okay, right. So I it's can based on that. lemon as the flavour. So that's the idea behind it. It's a lemon trifle. And it looks fantastic. But, uh, dear listener, it is quite a bit of work to make. So will we be doing it at the barbecue? No. no. no I might no. buy... Some lemon jelly. Will we have coronation chicken at the barbecue? See, this is the thing. Coronation chicken, from a simpler time, obviously, because it was designed in the period of rationing, much simpler to make, much more everybody kind of meal, you know. So I love coronation chicken. It's one of my favourite sandwich things. I did not know this about you. I very rarely (laughs) Um, have You don't put the raisins in. Well, I do sometimes. Very embarrassingly, uh, I went to a sandwich shop the other week and ordered a coronation chicken sandwich and the lady behind the counter said oh that's what you always have <gasps> and she coronation chicken shamed me <laughs> <laughs> no one is going to be shaming you over platinum jubilee pudding yeah so um, I is. won't be buying that but at the same time I am I'm still tempted to try and make it at some point but it's time consuming yeah, to be honest, we're very busy being excited about the Jubilee. I'm too busy now. hanging bunting. How am I supposed to make oh, a trifle? Yeah, I mean, it is going to be big. So we've got that celebration. If anybody wishes to join us, it's at St. Bart's Church in London on the Friday, Friday. of the Jubilee weekend. All welcome. Tickets are £10. Uh, now, on the Saturday, uh, we have... You've missed the Epsom Derby. This is the... Oh, no, I thought that was on Saturday. I thought it was on... You're right, it's on Saturday. You said to me literally five minutes ago it was on Saturday, before this podcast began. Oh, yeah, it is. 
Listeners, Elliot is letting me down. Now I got really excited about the Friday. So on the Saturday, we have the... Pop- the Epsom Derby, yay! Yay! Sorry. But we also have... So the Epsom Derby is a kind of, again, a key thing in the Queen's Diary. More horses. Um, I'm sure a lot of you will know about the Epsom Derby because that's where the suffragette Emily Wilding Davison threw herself in front of the King's horse. So it's quite an institutional race uh, and a kind of ca- calendar marker. But it's it's also like a, a key part of the English summer, if we start talking Absolutely. about that. So it's, it's sort of... It almost kicks off the English yeah, summer does. season, doesn't it? But also on that Saturday, we have the, the party at the palace, which is um, a balloted party that's taking place within the grounds of Buckingham Palace. Um, I entered the ballot. I was not successful, oh. much to my disappointment. Uh, and there will be pop stars. It'll be on the BBC. Oh, yeah, it'll be shown on the telly. So that's absolutely fine. So, again, a nice Saturday of celebration. And then on the Sunday, we have the pageant. Which I'm really quite excited about. I think it'll be really amazing. Really amazing. So there'll be all these carriages going through London. We'll get to see all these different things. I'm really looking forward to that, actually. I mean, that will be amazing. And also, these days, it'll all be on television. It'll be broadcast. Yeah, but I'm going to go and stand It'll be like a proper carnival atmosphere yeah. and bring everything together I think it would be lovely I'm going to go and stand on the street and watch it it's also of course and I do have to say this it is also the big jubilee picnic weekend and the Sunday is the day everyone's having the big jubilee picnics I say that because I'm helping organise the one in our village golly gosh is it hard work trying to organise a picnic who would have thought <laughs> so tell me about what you're going to be doing in your because I'm sure that listeners up and down the nation and indeed across the Commonwealth who are we doing picnics tell us what you're picnics doing picnics or lunches so we're just literally we ha- we gathering in the middle we were going to do a big road closure but that got you know disturbingly complicated the, so the council weren't keen no they're all fine <laughs> with it it's just oh, becomes more paperwork so on, on, onto the field which is just across the road from the school you know we're going to have to, we're going to we're trying to replicate what the village did in 1952 for the coronation. Oh, you know what? 1953 is when the coronation was. 53 for the coronation. 52, yeah, sorry. 53 for the coronation. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of kids' races, so we're not doing all of that. There was like... Is there going to be a three-legged race? I love a three-legged race. There's going to be all sorts of races. Okay. Uh, there's going to be a tug of war. We've added that in oh, just for a bit, of, for a bit of competition. Yeah. Um, in 1953, there were three church services during the course of the day. We've condensed that to one because, Sensible. you know, these modern times. Yeah. Um, but still on TikTok, a bit easier. But, you know, they put the screen up to watch the coronation, put the screen up to watch the pageant. We're getting having big tea and cake, we're having a barbecue, the pubs bringing everything out onto the field to have it in the, you know, bring everyone together. Be a real village for the jamboree. That sounds and fabulous. all of the different village organisations it's quite an active village I've mm. come forward with like doing different bits and pieces and it'll be a bit of fun but it's brought everyone it's really fun how it's brought everyone together it's really that exciting sounds... plus also we've got 38 people in the village who were alive in the village at the coronation oh and God, have been in the village I thought you were just going to stop after saying we've got 38 people in the village <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got 37 people in the village one person's from outside no I'm joking but it's only 70 years so you don't have to be I know, but it's 74 still, to remember, remember it. what's quite funny is that they're still in the village and they were in the village 70 years ago it's quite nice yeah but that's quite sweet well I look, stayed. it's nice I look forward to hearing lots about, of stories about how the village has changed oh did they say things like lots of newcomers well, <laughs> actually <laughs> lots I've, of people who weren't born well, around I've here been, what I've been really surprised about actually from talking to people for it is how positive people are about a lot of the change oh, so they've, they've welcomed you yeah well they're not upset that maybe that's because they know I'm not from the village so that's why uh, they say it's my face right. but so yeah. they're quite diplomatic whereas behind your back they're going mm, newcomers <laughs> well, we really they weren't are. born around here they're not local no we were born like five miles away that's are foreign. we positively are we positively continental outside of that Village. Anyway, but I just that's what I love about the Jubilee. The pageant, 
the, the lunches, the community stuff, the, you know, it brings everyone together. Yeah, it'll be very sweet. Nice excuse. I'm looking forward to it. I am excited for, I mean, a long weekend. That's always exciting and in the, the UK. Bunting. Very excited about the bunting. Excited about people just being happy to celebrate the Queen. Uh, which I think will will be nice. What kind of moment are you most excited about seeing? Because obviously we've not seen much of the Queen lately. She's had COVID. She's got a few mobility issues. So we're not seeing her as much as we normally would. So is there a moment that you hope you get to see? Well, I think the way it'll be choreographed is that we'll get lots of moments. So mm. lots of points where there's a good photo of her surrounded by the immediate next line family. Balcony, at the pop concert, at Trooping the Colour, at the Derby, uh, Possibly at the church service. That'll be interesting to see how they stage manage that. But she did that recently for the Duke of Edinburgh's memorial. So they've they've had a dry run. Um, th- but that's what we'll get. We'll get lots of snapshots of photos that make it up. And I think the television will all be very carefully choreographed. And I think we'll see a lot of um, the Prince of Wales and the Duke of Cambridge. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I completely agree with that. I'm looking forward to seeing pictures of the Queen with all of her grandchildren. Uh, the word, there'll be an official portrait or something. Yeah, and I'm looking so forward to seeing it with her, with all of our great grandchildren. So I'm looking forward to a big family shot. I'm looking forward to just them looking really happy in the pageant. I hope it's a really sunny weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm also just looking forward to seeing lots of pictures of like drunk British people, like well, that's, that's being like say. really content with life. What's going to be the thing that people at the end of it, like the, you know, no offense, don't sue me. The mirror will sit at the end of it and go. Ugh. How jingoistic, yeah. How did it Fine, feel? do you wrong? know what? I don't normally like jingoistic things, but for a 96-hour period, plus another 24, do the maths on that, I am happy for for us to be really celebrate, you know, the, the royal family, everything that represents, the, the joys of the Queen's 70 years on the throne. I'm happy to embrace it for that time and then step out of that role on the Monday morning. But the narrative has also been about celebrating her service. And I think after the Absolutely. pandemic, talking about people's service to the nation is a really good way of framing all that and putting it in this sort of context of how people just stoically get on with what they're asked to do. Now, obviously, hers is be crowned head of a European country, which is obviously an easier form of service than a lot of other people have. Mm. But it does frame it in that way of dedicated duty and, you know, carry on, keep going. It's that very British attitude that people can get behind. Plus also longevity does count for things when people are going... Well, I think what the Queen does at the minute, she does offer some stability. And I think... (laughs) What are you saying? Well, perhaps there are other parts of the government that maybe aren't offering stability. (laughs) So... (laughs) But we're not a political podcast. podcast. We're not a political podcast. We are very much a royal family podcast. But I'm looking forward to also seeing kind of the love and joy across all of the family. And of course, we are going to have a bit of a gossip as to whether Prince Andrew is there. I personally don't think he will be. It will be interesting to see Meghan and Harry engage with the rest of the family. But I want that to be like 10 seconds of gossip versus no, dominating people's conversations. Come over Monday, the it'll be what people are talking about. I'm sure it will be, but I don't want it to be over the weekend. I want us to just like bask in the joy of everybody loving the Queen. Which I think we'll get. Yeah. Because I, th- I definitely feel that is the way this has gone. I think everyone's giving, you know, what is on to an old lady, her time, her moment. She's, her. she's very young. She's only 96. Right, well, Elliot, what, <laughs> what tips would you give people if they're planning their own um, Jubilee picnic? Over-cater. People eat for over-cater. Of food. You know me. <laughs> if, in over-cater. Food. if in doubt, more food. If in doubt, more food. More bunting. Yeah. Just also, now, actually, this is something that's quite interesting. She is a little bit of Queen of the Rain. 
What does that mean? It rained on her coronation. Oh, rain, it as in R-A-I-N. As in the thing from the sky, not as in R-E-I-G-N. what she does. Yeah. Yes, I hadn't thought of that. Oh, good point. Um, so I think if you're holding a Jubilee event, be prepared for every weather. Also, it's June in the UK, so, so quite bring, frankly, bring a pack bring of a mac. brolly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay, well, that, I think, is good advice. So bunting, overcater, bring, bring a, a cagoule. Right, yeah. perfect, perfect. Well, look, we are excited about the Jubilee here at Windsor Watch. We hope that you are. Please do get in touch if you've got some lovely Jubilee stories. We're hoping to put out another episode um, kind of around the Jubilee weekend and definitely after the Jubilee weekend. Oh, for sure. So that we can talk about how joyous it was and how <laughs> and we, loved we loved every second And of the people it. we've not seen in the photos. Absolutely. But look, in, get ready for your Jubilee um, celebrations. Make sure you've prepared. Make sure you pack that brolly. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye-bye.